From technology to cars to movies to sports and many more, we present a brand new refreshing podcast, Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. This young man will be your Google Maps to help you navigate the future. Enjoy this bi-weekly podcast, Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. Welcome back to another episode of Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. I want to start by expressing my thanks to each one of you for the love and encouragement that you have shown. Thank you, audience. You're truly the best. Now, before we start, I have a few announcements to make. Your favorite podcast is now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I would encourage you to please leave your review comment there. You know I want to hear from you as to what you liked and what you'd like me to bring to you in the future. Thanks. And yes, we're on Twitter too. Hooray! So get your tweet gloves on and tweet me at the Twitter handle FuturistNilay. That's Futurist N-I-L-A-Y. That's all for announcements. As you know, I'm based out of beautiful Pittsburgh. One of the unique things about Pittsburgh is that it rains a lot, especially in the summer. So I thought, why not have an episode about the cloud and how it rains? (laughs) I'm no weatherman, but I'm still your favorite futurist, Nalay Mishra. And the cloud we are talking about is not the one in the sky, but it's about the cloud as a technology. In this podcast episode... I will attempt to demystify the cloud. My goal is that by the end of this podcast, you will understand cloud so well that you can explain to your grandparents. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after a short break. And you're listening to Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. Welcome back. You're listening to Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. Let's get right into the clouds. Well, not literally. I can say that with complete confidence that everyone has heard or knows what the cloud is. It may mean different things to different people, though. You're not wrong if you're thinking of the cloud in the sky that brings rain. However, we're talking about the technology cloud. We, technologists, Love, fancy terms to annoy you and to give you not any hint about what it means. Bluetooth isn't, is not really a tooth painted blue. So what really is a cloud? To answer that, let me go back in time and talk about how we used to store data before. We would store it in a hard drive, pen drive, or CD. The big problem there was, was the access. You could go to school and realize you forgot your hard disk at home and it had your homework on it. With the internet coming in large companies, they decided to pull all the storage into their data center, like buildings of storage that are connected to the internet. Now instead of storing your files on your personal hard drive, you will connect it to the internet and store it on Google's data center or Amazon's data center. (laughs) 
which is connected to the cloud. So when you think of cloud, think of these huge data centers connected to the internet. I don't want my audience to confuse cloud with only storage. It is basically a computer as a service. The way storage is provided is similar through computing powers. The software is also provided through central data center connected through internet. So when you think of the cloud, think of a bunch of powerful computers connected and kept remotely, but available to you through the internet. Still confusing, I bet it is. And that is also a perfect segue into my next segment. We have a guest joining us from London who is a cloud expert and will help us navigate the cloud without any turbulence. <laughs> so stay tuned. You're listening to your favorite podcast, Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. Welcome back. Many of you told me that you really like this part of the podcast where we have a guest join us for an insightful and engaging conversation. In that spirit, our guest today joins us from London, UK. I have the pleasure of having Seema Sharma join us. Seema is a technologist and has over 14 years of experience designing and deploying solutions around cloud and virtual technologies. She's been working for global technology firms like HP, NetApp, Infosys, and Capita. Please join me in welcoming her onto our podcast. Thank you, Nile, for inviting me to participate in your vision of the future. I listened to the previous one, and it really took me to the next version of current cutting-edge technologies. So tell me, what do you want to know from me today? Well, I'm pleased to hear that you liked my previous episode. Diving right into the topic, how would you explain what the cloud is to a kid like me? If you ask 10 people who are working in cloud technologies, you may get 10 type of definitions. I would just try to simplify this so that your friends can understand it better. So cloud is a way of computing where you pay for what you use. You don't need to install software, hardware, or any other setups, and still you can start using all features of your desired software. For example, a school library. When cloud was not there, schools would invest in an IT department, a room to keep server, storage, networks, a lot of cables, software to manage uh, books inventory, issues, returns, etc. This all used to cost a lot. So only a few high-end schools would be able to keep the libraries. With the involvement of cloud, uh, the schools can manage a library with only one computer. All server, software, everything can be used as a service from a cloud provider. The place for that server room can now be used for your table tennis or any other fun activity. With that response, I think all my friends are going to understand. <laughs> So next question, when do people like me have encounters with the cloud on a day-to-day -day basis? I think these days everyone is using cloud knowingly or unknowingly. When you store a picture on your iPad and use iCloud to store it, you become user of cloud services. And this you would have done knowingly. On the other hand, 
when you play an online video game, the game must have been hosted in a cloud environment. Hosting a video game needs huge amount of computing, many data centers in many countries. This much of immense computing is possible with optimum cost on cloud. And here you are using cloud unknowingly. When you watch Netflix or Amazon Prime, they are hosted on cloud. Again, to save cost, to provide mobility, to keep their computing environment robust and secure, these video library providers are using cloud. Further to direct usage, cloud provides necessary tools and services to create more and more sophisticated technologies like Internet of Things, which you use to connect all devices at your home, from garage doors to fridge doors and everything. I can go on and on with examples, but would like to save some for your next episodes. Wow, I didn't know that average people like me could have so many encounters on a daily basis with cloud. So for the next question, when was cloud invented? And was there a reason why cloud was invented? If you search internet, you will get dates for cloud invention somewhere around 1960s and officially 1983. But most of the people came to know about it when Amazon started its cloud services in 2006. This revolutionized the cloud technologies. I directly started working on it from 2010 and was amazed to see the differences it was bringing to computing. There were plenty of problems that were addressed by it, and that's why it became so popular. For example, A, it saved cost, as there was no upfront investment on big infrastructure setup. Rather, you could pay for the same setup on a monthly basis. B, no software, no license, as these are also taken care in monthly bills. C, mobility. People love to use their software anytime, anywhere. You would have watched the old classic movies where an office setup is full of desktops uh, and all work had to be done while you are in office only. With cloud, it's possible to access your work from laptop, tablet, or even from your phone at your own convenience time. So I think it was invented to make computing leaner so that business can focus on their main job rather than IT and computing. Man! So if we didn't have cloud, there would never be a such thing as work from home. So, is there any problem or new feature cloud companies are currently trying to work on? Cloud providers keep assessing problems of their end users. I think the concern that they all must be trying to address is around security of data. As the name suggests, if you have very sensitive data, like defense or banking, then cloud looks to be a bit dicey name for that. Clients lack their trust in security provided to their data. Although it's very secure and a lot of work has been already done, but this road doesn't end and there will always be development to make cloud more and more secure, even for sensitive data. Also, there will be more and more development in technologies which are using cloud services, like I mentioned earlier, Internet of Things, and a few more technologies like Big Data, which is trying to resolve the problem of handling 
immense amount of data on internet. All right, final question. So this is going into the future because obviously of the podcast. So what do you think the cloud will look like in 10 years? I'm not sure if the cloud providers are able to make any roadmaps for more than one or two years. The whole world of technology is changing so fast that it's better to keep flexibility and let some surprising features keep coming. In your previous episode, you talked about air taxis. These will need very sophisticated and highly available control rooms. And no point for guessing where these controls would be hosted. Wow, this was so insightful. I've learned so much more about cloud today. And I'm pretty sure my audience appreciates this. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm very happy that you joined us today. It's my pleasure. And I hope I was able to keep it simple. Do let me know if you get any questions and would like me to answer that. I'll definitely ask you any questions if I have any. Thank you for joining us. So we'll be back after a short break and wrap up by asking ourselves, why do I care? Yes, why do I care? Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. You're listening to Navigate the Future with Nalay Mishra. So we now know what the cloud is. We understand how it works. However, I'm wondering, and I bet many of my listeners are wondering, why do I care? I don't care about how airplanes work as long as they get me from point A to point B. So why should I care about the cloud? Without the cloud, you would not be able to play online video games because they need a lot of space and computing power, as Seema said. Now, I see a lot of my audience care about the cloud. (laughs) If you're a forgetful person, without the cloud, if you lost your phone, you would lose all your photos and data. With cloud, you can just access those photos on a different device. If you're a picture person, you can easily share your photos or view your photos with the cloud. Without the cloud, there will be no Netflix. If you use banking on your phone, you're using cloud. So the next time it rains, get inside, unless that cloud is raining data. If you have any questions about the cloud or this episode, feel free to ask questions and comment. Speaking of questions, a listener named Ashley asked me two questions about the last episode, so I'm going to answer them right now. Her first question was, how do you think the environment is going to be affected by technology in the future? Great question. Well, I think the future will be less harmed by technology than it is today. In fact, technology may be the solution to environmental problems we have today. For example, instead of gasoline-driven jumbo jets, we could have solar-powered jets. I also believe that the new technology could be used to educate people about preserving the environment. Her second question was, do you think unemployment will be a problem in the future? Well, yes. Some jobs 
will be unavailable for humans to do due to robots. But new advanced jobs will be created. I foresee more digital computing, research, and technology jobs in the future. So with this balance, I do not believe that unemployment will be a problem in the future. Thank you for your questions, Ashley. And if anyone else has any questions, feel free to ask. I'll definitely answer them in the coming episodes. Feel free to comment. If you want to stay up to date about any updates or changes to my podcast, follow me on Twitter at FuturistNale. And make sure to retweet any of my tweets. (laughs) So thank you, viewers, for giving their valuable time to listen to this podcast. And if you have any suggestions for coming topics or coming episodes, feel free to comment. I really appreciate you giving your time to listen to this podcast. The next one will be coming in a couple of weeks. Your dear futurist, signing off. Have a bright future on Navigate the Future with Nalei Mishra.